You're on. <laughs> All right, here we go. We can breathe. All right. I heard we got new microphones, and they're, um, they're not really microphones. They're really heresy zappers. So, you know, turn to your NIV. You know, it's a, he got the wrong translation. He's got the wrong book with him. All right. Uh, turn with me, if you will, to John chapter 1. Things in Peabody, never dull. Um, we've got, uh, when, when we got there, we, um, we just, I got these uh, published and made up. Uh, there uh, are tracks that we use, a couple of things. Um, we had a lot of paper, the paper track just doesn't work when you're in a little bit of a classier city, uh, in a busier city. Um, if you... If, if it's not worth your time to make it sharp, then it's not worth, worth their time to read. And then secondly, um, you, can, you can get the booklets, but they're not going to read your 20-minute uh, booklet. So we've got, there's the message, there's a little message from the pastor, uh, a, little, a few points, and uh, read it and go, and I'll, you know, I'll, uh, as my, I've got a shirt that was given to me by the teens, I'll pray about it. Uh, that's about where they're at. Um, I've gotten good response. Uh, of course, I, I got so I got these made up, and then COVID hit, and um, we we were on a standstill for a time. But uh, I still took them, and uh, we're connected with a uh, at times with a pantry that I can get food. And so I was I was dropping things off to different homes. Um, uh, we uh, uh, I was doing my run route, and I found somebody that said, congratulations, baby Eli. I'm like, uh, we can do this. Uh, so I let him know that we were about to have our, uh, uh, a child as well. And so I took him a box of uh, diapers and said, hey, I hope this is a help. Send him food later. And um, so we've been doing a lot of proactive um, connections with the people there. And you say, wow, that's great, because you're probably getting lots of results. No. But you know what? We are planting seeds. And that's what we're doing. And, uh, and so that, that part is becoming effective. And uh, we have uh, had some, just a lot of things. Uh, I call my church a playground of projects. It is a playground of projects. Uh, we have already, uh, when you walk in, it was, it was just a, it needed uh, new, well, the carpet was just old. It was about 25 years old, and it looked the part. You know, it was worn on the top, and you could see it, it was slightly shaded a little, like it was a little newer on the kicker board because it wasn't touched as much. And, and then there was, like, holes on some of the areas as you walked up into the auditorium. So we ripped that all out. We uh, sanded it down. Um, if For those of you that know, there's 120... There's 80 grit sandpaper. There's 50 grit. We played with 80 with six guys, and we did for about three hours, and we barely touched it. We finally found a 36 grit sandpaper, and we went to town. Uh, and, but once we got to that, then we had to go back up. So then we went to the 50, and then to the 80, and then to the 120 to smooth that thing back out. And then we had to get a chemical for all the sides of our railing system. And then uh, we had to pull the, uh, when we pulled the carpet off, we had to pull out every staple. Carson, Carson was dreaming of staples in his, in his dreams. But um, yes, I love that. Uh, and then we, um, 
we put one stain on it and i'm telling you trying to match a you know eighty plus year stain on a rail and try to get that thing perfect we came pretty close so we thought i thought it was coming out too red and then it dried we're like thank you lord because once the stains on it's it's over and then we we polyed it and then we had to stain it or sand that and then we polyed it again and then we sanded that and then we were finally good well then the kicker boards were painted white so it was like a dark chocolate like dark walnut stain paint paint that they had on there um, and so we painted one coat and then a second coat and then finally the third coat and uh, so we it's finally done it took probably close to two months with just every back waiting for one thing to dry or one thing to be done and then the next thing but uh, the people I had like four or five of the people out from the church coming out many times and helping out and different men at different times and just get jumping into the work and I said you know this job is probably a 20 we, I uh, calculated about a $2,800 project and we did it in about four to five hundred dollars and and it was worth it because of the investment in time with the people and uh, there was some things I was not sure about and as I spent time with the people and and one person one-on-one -on -one, it confirmed it for me and I know some things that I did not know and that helped me in the future for our ministry there and so that alone was good uh, uh, the men were just just one morning just staring like wow that's just beautiful and of course they appreciate it because they put the work in is it man it looks so brand new and it looks amazing and all these things and it's because of them it's because of their hard work and uh they're just seeing some excitement there uh i've been teaching on soul winning um and just working on that it was just some different philosophies there and so we're we're slowly working with that and um they're excited about uh just some things there and I'm, i've been slowly working those things and even teaching on uh uh, Sunday school and and things like that as well um, that's been happening on Sunday mornings for Sunday school just teaching how to run a Sunday school class and so uh, there are it's you know uh, two steps forward one step backward but at least we're taking steps you know uh, they may be baby steps but they're still steps uh, we're not crawling we are stepping and so eventually we'll turn it into a run but uh, we're excited about what the Lord's doing there and uh, he is uh, providing in many ways and uh, you know when when you have a full-time uh, job God just says you know uh, put your belt on and work like a man and but then when you're in full-time ministry just serving him and you say I don't know where this is gonna happen uh, I told my wife I said you know uh, this this account looks very sketchy and she says you know you just need to have a little faith I'm like okay here we go that I went to the post office <laughs> That, that morning, and the Lord slapped me in the face with a uh, $1,200 check. And, he, and uh, you know, I didn't need that when I was working the full-time job. And, uh, and you don't need it when uh, you are just doing what you're supposed to do. And uh, you think, yeah, you don't always have the extra luxury of money, but you're, you're doing what you know is right in your giving and sometimes it's more than 
uh, astronomical, but the Lord knows that, and it's like you're planting seeds for the future. And what I'm seeing now is seeds that were planted in the past. And uh, why do you do right? Uh, first of all, because it's the right thing to do, but because you're investing. And you don't know when that's going to come, if it's going to be in heaven, or sometimes he'll even dabble a little extra blessing along the way in, uh, here on this earth. And uh, we are, um, right now, I am... Uh, Again, saying, all right, Lord, <laughs> you're testing me again. We've got a, we've got a uh, $35,000 uh, roof project that we need done. And um, again, there's more building than there is people. And uh, then there is a bank account. But uh, my God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. So we are excited about what he is doing. Um, the people have been jumping in. Uh, jumping into projects, jumping into ministries. Uh, they uh, put on a surprise uh, baby shower uh, on an, a Sunday afternoon for us and just really thoughtful, uh, taking care of us. And uh, they are just behind us. They're willing, uh, learning uh, new things. Each pastor has a different philosophy, and they're very gracious, very gracious. And uh, I appreciate the Lord for uh, the ministry that we have. is It's been a real blessing. Um, John, John chapter 1, if you're not there yet, John chapter 1. And as I look around at renovations, I am loving it. And I can truly appreciate the time involved. Yes, it looks great. Uh, the shadow boxing look is, is just outstanding. It's clean, it's sharp, and uh, it says that we care about doing things right. And uh, that's good. Uh, people need to see that. Uh, John chapter 1, and I'll have you know that this is fresh off the press. Uh, this was one from about uh, probably two to three months that I've had in my preaching notes and uh, haven't even preached it in my own church. God has not given me peace yet on that. So this is brand new, uh, never, never preached. And um, we're just going to get into it now. So enough of the intro. Let's get down to business. John chapter 1, verse 16, it says here, And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. God has not allowed me to take that thought out of my head. Grace for grace. Grace for grace. Grace for grace. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you uh, for your grace. God, I thank you for those that are, are here by the grace of God. Lord, I'm thankful that we're saved by the grace of God. Lord, I'm thankful that uh, because of your grace uh, that we can go forward in the Christian walk and have victory in our lives because of grace. God, may that word never get old. And may we never get uh, tired of hearing about your grace and about the grace that you freely give to us each and every day. Lord, I pray that we'd be gracious enough to listen to you speak, not to me, but to you speak in our lives, and that we'd respond as you uh, touch our lives today because of your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at the positional grace. We're going to look at John 1 in verse 14. 
verse 14 of the same chapter says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The word was made flesh. How is that possible? Because of God's gift of grace that Christ came down to man. Uh, that is why uh, we have and grace. And grace. That and grace means that Christ came to this earth to sinful man. Why? Grace. 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 The gift of grace. Ephesians 2a, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Grace. The fact that he would come and was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. Does that ever get old? Do we, do we remember the fact Remember God's power of grace. It says there in verse 12. Verse 12 says, uh, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Receive him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. How is that even possible? by God's power of his grace. We can be children of God. We can be the sons of God. Uh, we can be uh, a part of the family of God. You know what? That should never get old to us. Uh, uh, when we uh, ha are having a rough day, we need to remember that we have the power of a child of God in our life. The same kind of grace that held Christ to the cross without killing anybody else in return. That's powerful grace. I've always heard, uh, I, again, I remember a, a guy in, in school that uh, was gifted in martial arts. But again, uh, the power was not that he could just uh, take someone and knock them out uh, in an instant. But that he could control all that he knew and not hurt someone. That's, that's power. You know what that is? That's grace. But Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Why? Because we are sons of God. We are the family of God. And that is why we can go before the throne of grace and we can ask for a petition and know that he's going to listen and know that if we messed up in some sin, that hey, he will hear us. Why? Because he is grace. And we can go to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need grace. You know what? That's what he is. He's grace. And in his fullness have all we received. 
When you have become a son of God, when you've become a child of God, you have embodied that grace. And whether you, whether you go to the throne of grace or not, you already have that ready for you. So why not ask him? Why not go to him to the throne and say, Lord, I need it. Because he's grace. That's the position that we have in him. But you know why the world doesn't see you as someone that is a child of God? Because you don't act like you have positional grace. You don't go to the throne and get the positional grace. If you remember God's power of grace, you will be asking for grace through prayer. It says practically, and in his, of his fullness have we all received, living as Christ. Living. How does that apply? Living as Christ. Uh, no, verse 18 says, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. The only way that people are going to see grace is going to be if you show it to them. You know, we have people in our lives that are worthy of our grace and others who are not worthy of our grace. Are you awake? You know why? Because we put categories on who we dispense our grace to. That's not living as Christ. Look at verse 3. Verse 3. It says, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. That means that everything, that means that uh, all life, that means that every personality, every idiosyncrasy that drives you absolutely off the wall was made by God. And God not only made it, he allowed it. He allowed it to be created because he has grace. And that grace is made. And there are a few people who say uh, they may have uh, life. I just wouldn't call them human, right? <laughs> like, whoa, that thing. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what the Bible said there? All things were made by him. All right, you want to call them a thing? Then call them a thing. Uh, that's, the way that, that's how they're viewed to you? And God says, I still created that thing. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. He, he just took away every excuse. How do you do on that? I got to be reminded on that one. 
You know why? Because we're human. My son, when he was younger, said, Mom, look at all the humans. Who are you? <laughs> look at all the humans. You know? Look at all the humans. Look in the mirror and look at the thing. Look at the human. Because God looked at that human, that thing that he created, and said, it needs some grace. It needs some grace. That personality edge, if it's got a little grace, will grease maybe some of that edge to it. But often we don't supply it. And then we wonder why there's an issue. What am I talking about? Uh, probably about five people that you know immediately that come to your mind that drive you absolutely crazy. It's like you start thinking of that individual and immediately brain cells start popping in your head. Pop, 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 pop. That's the person I'm talking about. You know, um, I was that person that was able to pop everyone else's brain cells in ministry and in college, and now I be the, <laughs> the boss chair. I'm in the boss chair, and it's like, oh, hallelujah. Yes, grace for them. Because God is trying to refine and widen my dispenser of grace. That's why. How wide does our dispenser of grace go? Or is it this? Is it, uh, there was the Kentucky Derby last, yesterday. You know what they have on those horses? Blinders. You know why? They don't want them distracted. But you know what? Sometimes we, um, we don't want to be distracted either. We don't want to be bothered by other people. So we do this. We have our blinders on because we don't want to widen and dispense that grace. God gave his word. John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Uh, we are to live as Christ, and so therefore he gave us his Word, and we can use the Word of God to make sure that we are right with him. I remember uh, doing some, some uh, devotions and said, you know what, it's going to be a, a crazy day tomorrow. I'm amping up my devotions. I'm going to get ahead. And then the next day I thought, wait a minute. I'm like calculating while I'm going through my day. I'm thinking, I don't, was that, did I really get ahead or did I just get actually like neutral, like where I'm supposed to be? Um, and so then well, I didn't, I could not figure out if I was on schedule or if I was really ahead. And I, said, oh, I hate this predicament. Okay, you know what? We're just going to do uh, another day of devotions because you know what, Lord? It's, it's okay. It's worth it. That was right before coming into uh, a Sunday morning service. I just, I got both messages that he said, I want you to preach these. You know what? If that didn't happen at that time and I did not do that, I would not have had those. 
Now, I would have still preached something, but it wouldn't have been what God wanted to be preached. You know why? Because he's grace, and we need it. But we, we've got to be in it to get it. But it's not just, we think, well, you know, I, I read my Bible, so I'm good. Like, nothing will happen because now I'm like, I've got the uh, saran wrap around me and I'm protected. It doesn't work that way. You've got to still apply it. <laughs> it's, you know, um, it's, like, it's like if you have the bubble wrap on, then therefore, uh, you know, you, there will be scratch-free on the furniture. Well, it doesn't mean that's going to be the case. <laughs> um, we've still got to apply it. You know, we need to be loaded with grace. It says, in his fullness have all we received and grace. Grace. Grace is, is God, but it says grace for grace. Grace for grace. Uh, what are you known for? The older Christians aren't great in the church just because they've got the years of being faithful. And I'm all for that. This is not a bash on faithfulness. Um, it's not because the Christian's a Bible scholar and they have the knowledge of the word and they can just dissect every uh, word. What that of really means here, breaking it down uh, is wonderful. But is that what we're known for? We can break down the scripture. Check out Revelation. Whoa. The prophecy I just discovered. That we have the knowledge of the word. You know, um, we're active in nine and a half ministries around here. Arrival. There it is. That's what I'm known for. Or do we have grace for grace? Are we known as the the children around here, if we were to ask them about different parents or fathers of the church, would you be known as the angry one? Would you be known as the disciplined one? Would you be known as the organized one? Or would you be known as the gracious one? Why? Because that was Christ. You see... Um, are you grace? Grace for grace. Um, food for food. Um, I think it looks lovely, but food for decoration. I think it's wonderful, but it doesn't fill my belly. Uh, food for decoration is um, expressing yourself when a child has it all over their clothes. Yeah. Wow, it's the new fad, Mom. <laughs> no, you just couldn't find your mouth, kid. Uh, you know, but that food for food is uh, for energy. When you, uh, when you fast for a day, I know what you think the next morning. I can't wait to get my hands on a salad. I don't think so. 
give me some chicken, give me some meat, right? Why? You need some protein. You need the energy. You need food for food. Um, but you know what a lot of us as Christians do? We do food for decorations. We do um, food for games. Oh, I've, I've used food for plenty of activities in teen, in teen uh, games. Um, you know what we do in, in the church, though? Let's break it down here. Uh, grace for bitterness. God gave us grace for bitterness. Because that's what we use it for. Uh, grace for worldliness. Grace for my schedule, my rules. Grace for hypocrisy, self-righteousness, for justification. Grace for my excuses, why I sin and not abound. Hello. <laughs> knock, knock. That's not grace for grace. We buy food to have so we can use for other people to come over. Um, we've been, there's a food pantry that's been connected with another church and they, they give food. And it gets to the point where it, it's too much for us. Guess what? It gets passed to others. You know what Christ did? He had so much grace. The fullness have all we received. Grace for grace. You know what? You know what, child? Uh, uh, you're just a beggar uh, uh, showing another beggar where the food is. Because you know why? I've got enough grace to pass around to everyone. Because grace for grace. Grace for grace. How do we prepare for that? Um, we're a child of God. We're, we will be powered by grace if we just pray for it, if we ask him. If we pass on the grace that was gracious by Christ to give to us. And the produce, grace for grace. You know what? I want grace in my life. But I've got to be passing it on. He that... Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 6. But this I say, he that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly, also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Grace for grace. Grace for grace. Let's have every head bowed, every eye closed. What are you doing with the grace that God gave you? I'm not asking what God did with the person on the other side of the room. What are you doing with it? The fullness have we all received. Yeah, that other church member received it, but you received the same portion. God has emptied out and abountifully if we just go to the throne of grace. Preacher, God spoke to me. Here's my hand. Some things I need to correct. Some things that God showed me.
Amen. Amen. The reason why some hands are up is because God smote this preacher first. You know what? I'm glad God's gracious. I'm glad when you're thinking about the error that you have done, that God is already there with the grace. And when you get to the altar, it's already about to be dumped if you just ask for it. Why? Because it's called grace for grace. Because once you get that right at the altar tonight, then it's your duty and your uh, privilege to be able to pass it to somebody else and tell them how great a God, when you go to the throne of grace, that he'll give it to you. God, we ask that you would help us never forget this. That you have grace for grace. Pray that you would work in hearts that are struggling, work on hearts that are hurting, maybe that were discouraged by some things in their life, that God, uh, you have helped just correct because of your grace. You've, I pray it came across in a gracious way that we'll be able to be a help. In Jesus' name, amen. As we stand to our feet,